everybody. So we are the Hallmarkies podcast and we're so excited today to be diving into the other network. Uh, we're talking about Lifetime today and I'm Rachel and Amber's here. Hi everybody. <laughs> and we are introducing a new member of our uh, Hallmarkies team, our squad you might say. Uh, <laughs> we are having a Lifetime movie correspondent and uh, and Amy, our friend from Twitter, I was kind enough, she's also a YouTuber, kind enough to agree to take on this very daunting responsibility. So Amy, uh, why don't you introduce yourself to the Hallmarkies? Hey guys, my name is Amy. I am a YouTuber, uh, Disney uh, fan, and I just, I make YouTube videos. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so envious because you live right close to the park, to yeah. Disneyland. Yep. And uh, you just do these cute little vlogs about all things Disney. So fun. Yeah. Uh, have you always been a big Disney fan? Yes. I've grown up living close to the parks and loved watching the movies as a kid. So I've always been really so. So like, who's your princess? This is important. Um, growing up, it was Cinderella because I was a very yes. light blonde as a child. But mm -hmm. as I've gotten older, it's between Belle and Ariel. Ah. Yeah. Those are those are like my top three. With Mulan is is also in my uh Yes. In the conversation. Mulan is awesome. I wish they had her out more at Disneyland because I would love to get a picture with her. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. one of those princesses they don't have out very often, unfortunately. You Amber, what who's your princess? Uh hashtag Team Snow White all the way every day. <laughs> Woohoo! Awesome. And she doesn't get a lot of love because everyone's like, oh, she's just like not a strong female character. And I'm like, in your face, she's the best and she started everything. Yeah. Get out of here with your ways and agendas. <laughs> <laughs> I love Snow White. She, uh, people are very critical of the early princesses, but she was super positive and under really extreme circumstances. And so they, there's something to be said for that. Like literally, she stopped someone from killing her by just being so nice and sweet. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. you can't yeah. beat that. Like, no, that's, that's perfect. She got grumpy to like her. She got, yeah. hello, she controls birds. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm so nice. Birds love me. Like, for Pete's sake, you guys, Agreed. step off of Snow White. Hallmark goes. Where is your like Hallmark fandom, would you say? My mom loves Hallmark, and so I've just grown up watching Hallmark with my mom. I remember when I was really little, when Home and Family was on in the late 90s, early 2000s, my mom and I watched it every day. Um, so Hallmark, I've watched consistently pretty much my entire life. Um, but it was about, I want to say like a year ago, when we got the Movies and Mysteries channel also, that's when I really like got addicted. <laughs> like obsessed with Murder, She Wrote. Um, <laughs> the lady in Murder, She Wrote looks like my grandma, so I actually don't like watching that show. <laughs> but it's Mrs. Potts! Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so you like the detective shows, the mystery shows? Yes, I love Aurora yeah. Tea Garden, Garage Sale Mysteries. I'm a big full house person, so I love Lori Loughlin, Candace, Cameron Bure. Mm. Yeah, Rachel hates mysteries. She hates <laughs> learning about murders and figuring them out. She's just yeah. like, hashtag leave murderers free. So, hashtag boring. Uh,
Hammer. I think Amy Lynn might need to be our lifetime slash mysteries correspondent. I think this is a great idea. I'm great idea. Books, so. so let's talk a little bit about the best laid plans don't always work out. So we were, you know, you kind of try things as podcasters, you experiment, you try new things because you never want to get bored and you never want to get boring. And so we had this idea that we were going to have this lifetime correspondent. It was one of Amber's brilliant, uh, brilliant ideas that she has. And uh, so we thought, uh, let's, let's cover as many of the Lifetime movies as we can. And uh, there were <laughs> two movies this weekend that we, that sounded very silly, but that we thought would be kind of harmless, scary movie kind of fun. Well, <laughs> Amy and I watched the first of these movies called Evil Doctor. And, uh, yeah, they were, they were not Hallmark appropriate for Hallmarkies podcast. This we'll say they were not Hallmark. They were hashtag all dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All dark. I like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and you sound like you, you, you don't watch evil doctor expecting like great cinema, but like, I don't know. I just, it went places that I was sh frankly shocked that uh, that you could go those places in a basic cable. Like this is not HBO, this is not premium, you know, channels where you expect some of that, uh, some of that sensuality in particular, uh, really surprised me. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, I mean, I, and I am by far not a prude, I watched every single Best Picture nominee last year. I saw over uh, over 150 movies at the cinema last year. I'm not somebody that like, but even for me, it was strong. <laughs> and uh, so I don't know. It was it, it was something that in the end we did not really feel comfortable even really talking about. Aside from this explanation of, of us not talking about it. <laughs> Would you agree, Amy? Yes, I think it just was too much. It was rated TV 14, and it was on at, like, 8, 9 o'clock, but it seemed like it was not for, like, television. It was very out of my comfort zone. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm sure some people enjoy it. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I mean, look at this little cute cherubic Amy. We got to keep her pure as long as we can. Yeah. I mean, just to clarify, I am almost 21 years old. Uh, that <laughs> so. doesn't matter. No, no, no. No, no, no. You are a tiny, precious angel. Must be kept safe. I was like, I don't know if I'm old enough to watch TV 14 movies if this is what they are. <laughs> right? Okay, so I didn't watch it, obviously, but that's because, like... There was in this group message, like a chain of like, ah, this is the worst thing in my eyes, my face, ah. And I was like, uh, I guess I better delete that from my DVR. <laughs> but so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You yeah. guys. I can't give an unbiased opinion. I can only give their opinion, but exemplified because, you know. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah, that's like the things you guys were saying kind of like shocked me because I don't even think they would do that kind of stuff on like, the walking dead which is tv yeah. mature yeah. so i don't even know like lifetime what are your what are your guidelines like i expected <laughs> it to be salacious and kind of spicy and fun you know like whatever but yeah. i i did not think it would i expected it to be something like um 
the uh, we'll talk a little bit about a movie called Northern Lights with Eddie Severin and um, Leanne Rimes, and that movie is spicy, but uh, but it's I can deal with it. Like <laughs> there was nothing compared to to how spicy Evil Doctor was. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Very spicy. It was. I took notes, and like my entire sheet is just like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> that was my notes. So. Well, and it was also insane. That's true too. Not only was it like you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it just kept going and going and going, and I'm like, what are these plot points? <laughs> yeah. Why? That's right. It was so crazy. So, oh well, like you so said. Long story short, Hallmark movie of the week. Totally wins in the <laughs> movie of the week battle. Yeah. Yes. In the future, <laughs> we uh, we basically just are going to leave it open to Amy to watch whichever one she wants to watch and report on whichever one she wants to report on. And, Except for Christmas, where Amy is bound to watch <laughs> all of them. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, there's all different, different ones, and we'll just basically use her as much as we possibly can. So come on, Lifetime. Help us get more Amy in our lives uh, by, by not having this smutty, horrible program. <laughs> uh, I'm compiling a list of them, and when the trailers come out, I'll determine if they are Hallmark-friendly yeah. or not. That's okay, <laughs> perfect. What yeah. I do was to spend the rest of this program talking about the good lifetime, uh, the Hallmark yes. approved lifetime, or adjacent, Hallmark adjacent, let's put it that way, uh, uh, films, and... Uh, we each picked a couple. I have a, a long list um, <laughs> for some reason. And um, anyway, so we're just going to talk about them a little bit. And uh, and then if you in the if you're listening in the comment section or on Twitter or whatever, let us know which ones are your favorite. So uh, let's start with your first on your list, um, Amy. What, which one did you have? My number one on my list, um, this is like by far my favorite Lifetime movie, is I'm not sure if it was actually made by Lifetime, but I know it was aired on Lifetime only in the United States. So It yeah. counts. Uh, yeah, it counts. So it's called Magic Beyond Words, the J.K. Rowling story. I am a giant Harry Potter fan, <laughs> so this, uh, this movie just, like, explores um, J.K. Rowling's life while she was writing the Harry Potter stories into trying to get them published and just a little bit about her life as a single mother um, and, you know, trying to get people to publish Harry Potter, but they wouldn't because she was a woman. And, um, you know, so many people turned down Harry Potter, so many publishers. <laughs> Um, and now, and then finally her getting her publisher. And so I really love this movie. It's based on a book about JK Rowling's life. And, um, I just think it's fabulous. Have you seen that Amber? Yeah, of course I did as a huge Potterhead. Um, but I, so I, I really liked it. I didn't enjoy seeing Antonio Cupo as kind of like her not great husband, ex-husband guy. Yeah. Um, which it was, you know, as a hallmarky seeing one of our leading men in that role was a little bit like mm, darn it but um it was really interesting and really fun and it was it was you know a fun way to watch this dramatized version of jk rowling's life but um yeah so i mean obviously you know it was dramatized so i don't believe everything yeah. but it was it was pretty fun and i liked seeing like the flashes of her like getting inspiration for harry potter so mm -hmm. I, thought, I thought it was a really fun one. Cool. Uh, Poppy Montgomery is, was played J.K. Rowling in that, and she has been in Science Delivered and a few mm -hmm. other 
things. So she's not, I haven't seen that one, but uh, sounds, sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, so Amber, what was one on your list that you had? Okay, so going through my list, I was like, I only know like four movies, apparently, because all these movies that I was like, oh, this will be great, kept being made for other channels. Like, when I was little, my favorite movie, one of the movies that kept me from being kidnapped, was The Face on the Milk Carton, but that doesn't count because it's, it's not even a lifetime, so who knew? <laughs> anyway, um, but so the first one that I ended up choosing um, was... It's kind of cheating because I just basically chose Christmas movies, but I chose Dear Santa, which is so good and probably one of the best made-for-TV Christmas movies. Um, it stars Amy Acker and David Hayden Jones, who are both, you know, experienced in the ways of Hallmark. And, you know, she's just like a spoiled rich girl who ends up seeing this letter from David Hayden Jones's daughter to Santa saying like, oh, my dad needs help and maybe needs a wife I can't remember but she goes and decides to be helpful and they you know she creates a good relationship with his daughter and they kind of fall they fall in love and it's amazing so it's great and also in this past lifetime Christmas movie season they kept like showing the movie within other movies so you know they know it's good too mm -hmm. but um I just really love it I love Amy Acker. She's like one of my favorite actresses in the history of the universe. So uh, anyway, yeah. what does uh, Amy think? This Amy? Mm. Um, I don't know. I've never seen this movie. <gasps> Amy! I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but good name. Amy Acker is a fabulous name, I think. <laughs> yeah, she's really cute. I think this movie does kind of the same tightrope act that Harvest Moon does in the sense that both of them are about these kind of uh, you know, these diva type characters, these, uh, these characters, spoiled rich girls basically, but they're because of the performances and the situations and everything, they manage to still keep the characters likable. And one of the things I do like about this, which is different than Harvest Moon is she doesn't help them out of like necessity. Like, Oh, she mm. doesn't have to help this family because they, it's all, all of her hopes and dreams are pinned on, you know, helping this family, and it's not, like, assigned yeah. by a judge, and, like, her yeah. dad's not making her do something. It's just, she finds this letter and is like, you know what? I can fulfill this. Yeah. Well, she feels like the letter is, like, destined for her, in a way. Yeah, but, you know. To fall into her hands, kind of. Yeah, I agree. That's that's a good point. That's true. Yeah, which it's is really not, cool. it's not usual for this kind of movie, which is, like, yeah. rich, spoiled lady doing... Yeah. Chores, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. That it is. It's a really cute one. I recommend it. I recommend people check it out. Um, okay, so I like I said I had a pretty ended up with a pretty long list, but in my initial list, uh, the one of the first ones I thought of, and I'm sh kind of shocked that you haven't seen this, Amber, uh, is a movie called Acceptance. And this stars Mae Whitman. This is why I was surprised that Amber hasn't seen it, because I know she's a big Mae Whitman fan. Uh, and uh, Joan Cusack plays her mother. And uh, it's, it's based on a book, and it's about these, uh, these different students who are all trying to get into Ivy League schools. And uh, it tells, like, I don't know, four or five different stories. And it involves also their parents. There's one girl who's, uh, like... Um, her parent, she's like an Indian American 
Uh, and um, her parents like want her to go to, I think it's like Princeton or something like MIT or something like that. Anyway, and you know, she has her own ideas and own things. And then there's the Mae Whitman character who wants to go to this like fluffy liberal arts school and her her mom thinks it's just really stupid and there's the school is a the big mascot is squirrels and her mom's joke is like, why are you going to the squirrel school and i was like pretty funny and but it's also like pretty intense at times there's they deal with a lot of issues that t- teens are dealing with there's characters that end up cutting there's depression there's there's some real things that are dealt with um, but I thought in a compelling way, one that's a single mom and she's really struggling with her son. Anyway, there's just all these different characters. And I thought it was pretty well written. It was pretty funny and um, at times, but it was also dramatic at times. Uh, I think it actually could be like a feature film. Like it's, it's perfectly good enough, I think, with the cast and um, the writing and um, everything else. So it's one I recommend. I saw that you can get it. You can stream it rent it from Amazon. So check it out. I think you'd like yeah, it. I'm for sure going to because this cast is insane. Like, first of all, obviously, Mae Whitman, Joan Cusack. I mean, what more do I need to say? Well, let me keep going. <laughs> Mark Moses is like, has the same last name as those two people. So I'm guessing it's her dad character. I mean, that Indian girl you mentioned is in the Cheetah Girls One World. <laughs> Jonathan Kelt, who was just our prince last week on oh, Once yeah. Upon a Prince. Oh, yeah. um, it has this guy who's like always a cop and he's in lots of Hallmark movies, Mike Panuski. <laughs> and then like the girl who plays Alex from Saved by the Bell, the college years is in it. Like... I was dying, not to mention the fact that the guy who is, um, oh, what's his name? You know, Amber, we should, like, after you see it, I, I'm just so sure that you're like, we should do a, a follow-up, follow-up review or whatever. Yeah. After, and Amy can join us. I love this movie. <laughs> you yeah. do? Okay. Because yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how I have gone this far into my life without having seen it. Yeah, I was really surprised that you had it. <laughs> Amy, what was your next uh, next uh, favorite? Okay, so my second favorite is Blue Lagoon, The Awakening. And this is um, kind of like, it's kind of supposed to be a sequel to the original Blue Lagoon, but it's not. It's more family teen friendly than the original <laughs> Blue Lagoon. <laughs> um, and it's about two high school students that they're going on like, Um, I'm not sure if it's, like, a missions trip or something like that um, to, like, uh, I don't know, someplace. And they go on a party boat for some reason, and she falls off the boat, and he follows her. um, And their names are Emma and Dean, and they end up getting stranded on an island for 100 days. And they have to, like, learn how to, you know, be outdoorsy and everything. And it's they have to get to know each other also because she's kind of like the popular girl in school and he's just kind of not very popular and stuff. Um, and then they finally get rescued and then they go to prom. <laughs> but um, I, I really love this movie because the star who plays Emma is Indiana Evans, which she was actually one of the mermaids in the show H2O. 
So, um, oh, yeah. Yes. So I, I love her as an actress. And H2O Just Add Water, not H2O, the new one that is on Netflix now. Makeover. They're all on Netflix now. Oh, Makeover Mermaids, you're right. Makeo- Makeo- not Makeover Mermaids, which is not as good. But yes. H2O Just Add Water, which is way better with the girls <laughs> yes. from the originals. Yes. She was in the third season of the original one. Yes. She replaced the one. Um, yeah. I'm obsessed with that show. We should have a rewatch where we talk about it every episode. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Rachel will hate it. She hates everything. That's fun. Oh. That was very mean. I even, I even, like, gallivant today. Morning. Rachel would be like, Zane's the worst. I hate Zane. And I'd be like, shut up. Zane's an angel. Get out of here. <laughs> Rude. All right, Amber. Uh, so, what right, is- Amy. You know. Yeah. You know what I'm talking I, I about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> what is the next for you, Amber? Okay, so the next movie that I chose is Center Stage On Point, aka Center Stage Three, um, and it is just kind of not the greatest thing in the whole universe, frankly, because I mean it's the third one that got demoted from being like a theatrical release to being a made-for-DVD release to being now it's just made for TV. Not to say that you know whatever. That's how the industry yeah. works, but. It's, I just love it regardless. Like, anytime there's a dance movie I'm in, even, like, the terrible ones. Like, there's an entire section of hundreds of these dance movies on Netflix that if you watch, like, eight of them, eventually you're just going to get sucked into it. This struggle and, you know, this girl's, like, poor and there's, like, a rich guy. And I don't know. It's not the greatest, but if you like dance movies, it's serviceable. Mm-hmm. There you this, go. Okay. Um, this movie, actually, um, I took a ballet class in my first semester of college. Mm-hmm. We had to watch this movie and write a three-page paper on it. <laughs> what? That's hilarious. Like, he just had us watch dance movies on Netflix. <laughs> about them. But I did enjoy this one. It wasn't as good as the first two, though, so. Yeah. What, what, did you, what did you write about for three pages about this movie? Um, like their technique and like okay. <laughs> honestly i don't know what i wrote about i made things up. <laughs> like, you can That's only funny. say so much about a dance movie in a yeah. paper so yeah. uh, all right so my next choice is uh one of my favorite tv movies to be completely honest uh is a movie called love notes and this is really dishy, but in the right kind of ways, not in evil doctor kind of ways. It is ours, Lara Layton, Layton? I don't know. Anyway, uh, as this classical music, uh, like, critic, writer, she has, like, her own show on, like, NPR kind of thing. She likes classical music thing. And they send her to do a story on this country music superstar who is played by Antonio Cupo. So this is maybe redemption from his unfavorable role in Magic Beyond Words. Anyway, he is just like super hunky and like believable, I feel like, in the singing sequences, like enough uh, to be fine. And uh, basically, like, they have really great chemistry and they, uh, things get, they they start making family. <laughs> and... <laughs> She ends and up. They, 
they end up making family. Yeah, they literally do. She ends up pregnant. And uh, so she is thinking about, she's trying to get his, uh, she's trying to contact him, try to get him to sign over on uh, like adoption kind of papers or whatever. And so she's trying to contact him. Anyway, they end up kind of going on this road trip and they just, it's not like the most original thing in the world, but they have like really good chemistry, I think. And, uh, and it's just one I, uh, I really enjoy. I like it. So I don't know. Have you seen this one, Amber? Um, I just need to clarify. I don't think Amy Lynn Craig, AKA just Amy, just Amy. Sorry. (laughs) It's really hard. I just, just Amy. No, I don't think she knows that making family is our euphemism <laughs> on the network. I heard that on the podcast for the first time, and my mind went, like, in 12 different directions. I was like, <laughs> what are they trying to say exactly? <laughs> Does that mean, like, they had a baby? It did the stuff preparatory <laughs> to having a baby. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. They're making it. Right. They're making the family. They're not raising a child yet. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right. Got it. Makes more sense. Uh, so anyway, yes. So have you seen this, Amber? Um, I I feel like I saw it once a million years ago, okay. but I don't remember anything about it. Okay. Yeah, it is available on DVD and uh, and and to stream or whatever. So people want to check it out. I like it. So there you go. But I do love country music and I, I liked the dynamic of like this sort of like wounded country music singer with like the classical trained scholar, you know, and uh, it was, it was pretty fun. So just your classic ice skating movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so Amy, what is your next one? My next one is a movie called Mrs. Washington Goes to Smith and it stars Shibble. I can't talk. It stars Sybil Shepherd, and um, I loved this movie when I was young. It came out in 2009, and it's basically this older woman. She's raised kids. She's been in a household, and her husband cheats on her and leaves her for a younger woman, and so she decides, you know what? I didn't go to college. I did the family thing, so instead she decides to go to college. She gets a roommate that's 20 years old, and just chaos ensues from there. <laughs> Um, and I just thought it was, I loved this movie as a kid. She gets a makeover in the movie. Yes. Which is always fun. It's, it's very funny because she's probably like supposed to be like 40, 50 and she has a 20 year old roommate and she tries to mom the roommate and the roommate tries to get her to be young and it's funny. So, I mean, I can imagine that this would be pretty good because the concept is fun. Um, Sybil Shepard is great and it seems seems quite great frankly i'll probably have to find it to watch yeah so amber what was your next pick okay you guys you're gonna be like um really you chose this why don't you dig a little deeper but okay i was so struggling you guys i okay anyway so i just chose snowden from this past christmas starring joy lentz and andrew walker and I think you already know my thoughts on it because it was amazing and there was like a real Santa, which, hey, I love real Santa. So I don't know. Everything about it was great. It was, it was like perfect. Yeah. It, had a pro- it had a prologue and then a musical number, you guys. Yeah. Well, there was a prologue in the extended version, but there was an extended version with prologue. All <laughs> movies should have those. Okay. 
Yeah. Did you see it, um, Amy? I did not, actually. <gasps> Amy, I oh, you've got to see it. I need to. Oh, we got trouble. Oh, it right has Andrew in. Walker in it, and, like, I love Andrew Walker, so I need to watch it. <laughs> he even sings. Like I said, there's a, there's a, uh, is there's, like, a bonus musical <laughs> sequence, like, La La Land-inspired kind of sequence. Oh. <laughs> but not, like, it's just, like, an end credits not seen, just, like. <laughs> yeah. Just for fun, they were like, you know what we should do? Musical number. And yeah. they were like, let's do it. Okay. It's really cute. Yeah, it's kind of similar to Christmas Detour. Have you ever seen Christmas yes. Detour? Yeah. But better. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to start a massive list of movies you guys want me to watch. <laughs> I'll get to them all eventually. Your, your parents are like... We haven't seen her in a while. Like, what's going on? And they're going to be like, oh, we're so worried about her. She's spending her time in the room watching wholesome, family-friendly films. <laughs> watch them with my family. That's the thing. My family, we watch all these movies together. At least you didn't because, watch you know, at Hallmark, it's about family. I was so happy my parents were out of town this weekend. <laughs> yeah. doctor. And, like, as soon as I watched it, I deleted it. I'm like, I don't want my mom to see <laughs> Yeah. It, it is really, really charming. So you definitely should check it out. And yeah, it was interesting this year, uh, Lifetime. They only did, I think, seven movies this year. It wasn't very many, seven, eight, something like that. And But for all of their movies, they had a director's cut, which I thought was really funny at first because I, you know, I joked that, what is Zack Snyder making these movies? Because he always has these director's cuts, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in truth... It wasn't like, it was more just like an addition as opposed to like, I don't know, going in and making di different scenes longer within the movie, if that makes sense. But it was really cool. And so they did it for at least Christmas in Mississippi, which I liked. I thought that was good. And they did it for um, Snowed In. And I'm not sure if they did it for all of them, but I know for sure they at least did it for those two. So, and they had some really good, they got the casting down really well. For Lifetime this last year. Some of the movies didn't monopolize off those castings, like Wrapped Up in Christmas or the the um the uh um uh, Melissa Joan Hart one, I Mari Lopez one. I was I was hoping that would be a lot better than it ended up being, but oh well. What are you gonna do? They're not Hallmark. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So the next one that I wanted to talk about was my, was a Christmas one that I really enjoy. It's called the 12 minute Christmas. And, uh, this, uh, is definitely this, we kind of talked about it a couple of times on our podcast because it's kind of the more lifetimey version of our dream, uh, fireman movie <laughs> that we talked about many times on the podcast. But uh, it, it's really cute. It's uh, Kristen Chenoweth plays this PR lady, but she ends up like her boyfriend is sleeping with her boss. And so she's like devastated and she can't get a job anywhere because they like control everything. Anyway, she ends up getting this job in like, in like Montana, I think. And she goes to Montana to like be the PR for this town that's by Glacier National Park. And she decides that she's going to have so they're going to do a, like the search and rescue team. They're going to do a calendar. And uh, so it's like really funny with her trying to convince these men to like pose for the calendar. And it's very like 
tasteful. Like, it's not, like... <laughs> I mean, Rachel, Come it's on. a little not tasteful. But, it's... like, we don't see anything. But it would be very uncomfortable for the fire, I mean, the search and rescue men. Yeah, but it's it's not, like... I don't know. It's like I guess calendar it's... girls level of inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they they keep it uh, within Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, I, <guess. laughs> I don't know, but uh, it, it's it's uh, anyway. So she's having how's trying to convincing these guys, and there's particularly one guy in town who's especially a stick in the mud, and they are really fun. And uh, that's Josh Hopkins, and Anna Chlumsky, who I love, plays her like assistant, and she's great. And it's just, I really like it. I think it's really fun. It may be a bit of a guilty pleasure, <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> uh, so, Amber, you, you've watched this, you know. Yeah, and it's really fun. And it's kind of a take on Pride and Prejudice, which I think is probably why you like it. I mean, it's not like an exact interpretation, yeah. but it's loosely inspired. There's a Wickham character mm-hmm. and, you know, they get off to a bad start, but they, you know... Yeah figure it out and if i'm am i wrong isn't there kind of like a sort of a jane and bingley situation where she like helps some lady in the town no no because anna chomsky's character is like always flirting with one of the guys and but they never like so i think that would probably be the closest uh other i don't know i feel like like it's like a very very loose adaptation of pride and prejudice but i mean so it's pretty fun I, I really liked it the first time I watched it. I feel like the more I've watched it, the less it really connects with me. But for the most part, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. And yeah. you see it at least once. Yeah. Because there's like 12 guys in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty dishy. And, uh, and I don't know, like it's just one that I guess I haven't watched it that many times because I just watch it at Christmas uh, and I enjoy it. Uh, so Amy, have you seen this? Nope, adding it to my list. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and I do love Kristen Chenoweth. So, uh, so Amy, what is the next one that you want to talk about? Um, okay, so this movie is uh, Steel Magnolias, and it stars Queen Latifah, um, which I think is fantastic. Like an adaptation of Steel Magnolias, the book. Yeah, so Steel Magnolias is, yeah, you're right. It stars Queen Latifah, Alfre Woodard, Felicia Rashad. It has a great cast. It has even way more going all the way back. And it's a remake uh, of the a classic <laughs> um, with uh, with Julia Roberts and uh, um, Shirley, Shirley MacLaine and the whole, the whole, whole group. And uh, so Sally Field yeah, Dolly Parton is in the original, but this is obviously an African-American uh, inspired, I guess, or I don't know. This is an African-American telling of the story. I would just say cast. Cast, yeah. yeah. This is an African-American cast of the film, and uh, it's, it's, it's really well acted. Basically, the story of Still Magnolias is it's just about these women and their various goings on, and particularly about the, uh, the daughter of uh, the one character who... Uh, has this really like virulent form of diabetes and she's told to like she's she's told to like not have a baby that her health is just very fragile but she decides to have a baby and it's sort of about 
it's just about these women and their lives and uh, what they experience. And so uh, that's basically what this version is about. Um, it's a uh, really well acted and really well done and it's a good story. So I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and I have not seen this particular version of it, but still Magnolias is one of my favorite stories of all time. Um, I was a theater nerd as a kid and I really love the play. It's it's so rare to find a story that really just focuses only on women. I mean, you know, they talk about the men in their lives and stuff, but it's really at its heart just a story about the relationship between these six women. I mean, when it's a stage play, they don't even leave the beauty shop. It's all set in yeah. Truvies. So it is, um, I don't know, it's just a really great story. And um, it's... I mean, there's no reason why they wouldn't be um, African-Americans because it's just set in the South, so they just have to be Southern. Um, I mean, they don't have to be Southern, but it would be ridiculous if they weren't. How right. dare you? Um, so I I uh, just bought it so I can watch it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> now I'm just imagining like Steel Magnolia's Valley Girl style. <laughs> yeah, it would just not, it would just wouldn't be the same because it wouldn't. the South is, it's a whole other animal than the rest of the the yeah. world frankly. so amber do you have an, another one that you want to talk about real quick yes um so this movie is um the road to christmas and it stars jennifer gray and clark Gregg, pre-marriage but this is where they met so holla at this movie for making Huge marriage chemistry. happen good job um Bob. and in this movie um jennifer gray is trying to like go somewhere pick she picked up like this old car or something i don't even remember she's just traveling as people do <laughs> at christmas time and for some reason she her car breaks down or something and she needs a ride so clark greg and his daughter megan park end up offering her like a ride and helping her like stay in their house you know reasons things that happen and um it's just really great because they just you know have great chemistry and the whole movie is really fun and uh, i don't know i like mm -hmm. shenanigans and this movie has plenty of them mm -hmm. yeah she's in, she gets engaged at the beginning and uh and uh, her uh her fiance turns out to not be so so faithful in a very funny way and uh and so yeah there's lots of things that you might not see in a typical hallmark movie uh but uh but that are very enchanting yeah huge chemistry between them um is this the movie i'm trying to recall it is this where she co keeps calling the boyfriend to come get her and he won't mm -hmm. come get her yeah well, she does do that and the boy the fiance turns out to be gay and she comes oh, okay Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, that uh, you might not see in a Hallmark movie. Well, that might you would not. And see. That, I mean, that also doesn't really mean that their engagement was going to really work out, regardless of <laughs> Greg's yeah. character. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, I really like that one as well. Um, so I had just had a couple others that I had a list on my list. Uh, there's one called Living Proof. That's really good. Uh, by has Harry Connick Jr. as this cancer doctor, and it has this great cast: uh, Paula Kale, Angie Harmon, Amanda Bynes, Bernadette Peters, Regina King. Really good cast, 
and it's it's a good movie. I like that. Um, one called Flirty with Forty that is pretty spicy, but not as spicy as Evil Doctor. Um, so uh, it has Heather Locklear and Robert Buckley, who's super handsome, uh, and uh, she's like uh, in her. She's like turns. I don't know, 40 or 50, I can't, uh, 40, it's flirty with 40, what am I saying? Um, she turns 40, and she decides uh, to go to this uh, this resort, and uh, she's going to go with a friend, and then the friend is not going, or I can't even remember. But, uh, and, and so she ends up being alone at this resort, and she meets handsome, a hunky uh, surf instructor, uh, <laughs> Robert Buckley, and, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, 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 uh, he's, they're very flirt, they're very flirty, and, uh, very, it's good, I enjoy it, um, and then Northern Lights, like I said, this, uh, this one, Eddie Severian and Leanne Rimes, it's kind of a bit of a murder mystery story up in Alaska, uh, she ends up, she's up there, and uh, he's like the sheriff or whatever, and these strange things start happening. It's a, um, I, I think it's based on like a Nora Roberts book. Uh, and it, like I said, it's a little spicy, but it's good. I like it. Good, huge chemistry. And then uh, there's one called Gracie's Choice, which is really good. Uh, it stars Kristen Bell as this woman who, at least teenager who, or young woman who ends up having to basically like, care for her siblings uh, uh, after uh, happens to her parents and it has it stars Anne Hakes and Diane Ladd in it and they're really good so those are some more that I think are worth checking out if they if they sound like your cup of tea so there you go and uh, so there are good things on Lifetime Channel yes and then uh, can I can I say the ones coming up that are clean <laughs> yes please yeah that's a great idea um okay so out of the ones that they're currently advertising the only one coming up on lifetime that i see as hallmark friendly is the um megan markle and uh prince harry movie that they're doing which is being called royal romance and that comes out on may 13th um and lifetime did a really good movie when um william and kate got married so i'm hoping that this one is as good as the one they did about William and Kate. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you guys hear about not just Lifetime, but other like Hallmark adjacent or Hallmark friendly uh, TV movies. Yeah. Should we expand Amy Lynn, Amy's, uh, sorry. Title. <laughs> should we just able Amy period's position to being <laughs> Off-network correspondent. Off-network correspondent. Yeah. Okay. Because then that way you could handle, like, cute up movies and, like, yeah. high-on movies and not just, like, trash on Lifetime. <laughs> if, you, if you hear about anything that seems, like, worth checking out, even Disney Channel original movies, you could, I mean, who better to cover the Disney Channel original movies? You and me. You and me. You yeah. and me. And you can be invited to our DCOM podcast with at oh. The Hall Remark. <laughs> Rachel is not invited. Oh. Rachel, Rachel, have you seen Brink? <laughs> oh my gosh, you have to have seen Brink. No. Do, you have to understand, like, I'm older She's than y'all. She's not invited. She's not invited. I'm older than y'all. When I was growing up, Disney Channel was, uh, was like, pay-per-view, 
and it was like not necessarily stuff for kids and like I mean they had like a version of great expectations and stuff like that like it was really different like for real and uh and it wasn't until most of these things that Amber keeps telling me to watch didn't start until I was in college because I'm like evidently super old and uh I've seen uh, but I, I, I love Disney, so it's never a chore to ask me to watch Disney. That, uh, that you give us our feedback on your favorite Lifetime movies, too. I'm sure there's some good ones that we missed. And maybe you like the, the, maybe you like the more, more uh, spicy ones. Let us know. We're open to all different opinions and points of view, so let us know. And uh, Amy, how can people find you? I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. I'm at It's Amy Craig. And then my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash weekendallstars. Awesome. Great. Uh, so, yeah, this weekend there is nothing on Hallmark. Zero, nothing. So that's pretty depressing. Week on the podcast, we are having a special episode on the show Psych. And my little brother is coming on the podcast. So that's super exciting and super fun. And uh, so look forward to that. And we will have our episode, a recap of When Calls the Hallmarkies with Ruth Hill uh, to talk about the latest episode. And uh, so lots of fun stuff coming up on the podcast. And then next week on the podcast, we are going to be all things Good Witch, where we are going to be talking about all of the... Uh, the seasons and the movies uh, with our friend uh, at Georgia Speaks and uh, who is going to be our Good Witch correspondent. And we're really excited. And you're a big Good Witch fan, right, Amy? Yes. I don't know if this is like a Hallmark sin, but I love the Good Witch more than One Calls a Heart and Chesapeake Shore. Or, yeah, Chesapeake Shores? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm a Good Witch. I mean, yeah. in defense of those other shows, they simply don't have Martha. Yeah. And you can't meet yeah. Martha. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Martha. Next week uh, for our Monday interview, we have an interview with Martha herself, with Catherine Disher, that's going to post. And we are so excited about it. Y'all are going to love it. She's the best. And uh, so definitely be excited for that. So even if Hallmark doesn't provide you with entertainment, Amber and I and our friends provide you with entertainment. So there you go. It's very exciting. <laughs> so, uh, Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great. And uh, you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and YouTube. We're coming up uh, to the new Avengers movie, and my friend Conrado and I doing our podcast on uh, this last weekend. We did our podcast on our box office predictions, because now summer box office starts in April. So uh, that we should post over on my channel. So I'd love it if you guys subscribe and check that out. It would be really fun. Uh, or on iTunes. Please uh, subscribe to the Hallmarkies uh, channel on uh, YouTube and on iTunes. And we're on Stitcher and SoundCloud and every other way that you can listen to a podcast. If you can give us your ratings and your reviews on iTunes, we would really appreciate it. Uh, make sure that you're following us, Hallmarkies Pod, on Twitter and Instagram. We post daily on there. And so you're definitely uh, going to want to be following us on social media. We try to live tweet all the shows and movies. So lots of fun, fun stuff going on uh, for the podcast in this next couple of weeks. So again, let us know what you think about Lifetime movies or any of the things that we've talked about here on this episode. Make sure you follow Amy. And uh, thanks again, Amy, for, for joining us. And uh, 
and we can't wait to, to talk again soon. So bye. Thank you. Bye, bye everybody. Bye. <laughs>